0: Welcome to the Authority Marketing Podcast, powered by Forbes Books, where we talk to thought leaders who are making an impact with their message around the world. I'm your host, Authority Marketing co-author and entrepreneur, Rusty Shelton, and I'm really excited about the conversation today with a, a friend of mine, uh, Rocco A. Carrero, who is not only one of the, the best uh, minds that I know on the wealth management side, but also somebody that just I learn a ton from on uh, balancing all of the different things that we as business owners have going on in our lives. So, Rocco's a comprehensive wealth advisor. He specializes in working with business owners, with CEOs, with entrepreneurs. He's a charter retirement planning counselor, an accredited portfolio manager advisor, and holds an MBA in banking and finance with over 20 years of experience. Rocco has appeared on Fox and NBC and his financial insights have been featured in publications including Wall Street Journal, Forbes, Fortune, Wealth Management Magazine, as well as many other local and regional publications. He's the author of Three Cords Approach to Life and Wealth Management for Business Owners, which was published by Forbes Books. He's a member of the Columbus Citizens Foundation and has served on the board of directors for numerous charities. Rocco, how are you? I'm doing great, Rusty.
1: How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining me for the podcast. I, I really appreciate it. Um, and, and I want to kind of take our audience, Rocco, back to to what I think are the roots of you know your entrepreneurial and business journey, which is is growing up in in, in your dad's tailor shop and uh, watching the way that he interacted with. Uh, with not only his team, but with customers. Talk to us a, l- a little bit about what that experience was like and, and, and perhaps
1: a couple of the lessons that you learned that, that you've applied as you built your business. Uh, well, happy to do so, Rusty. Well, you know, um, my, my parents immigrated from Italy in 1962. My dad came to our hometown of Patchogue, New York, and he worked at a tailor shop in our town and then a few years later he had the opportunity to basically be able to buy buy that business and then he grew that business so I kind of spent my life growing up in the tailor shop seeing him work with his customers and how he would he would basically um, work on the clothes the suits and how he would listen closely to the people that he would work with so I really got my first lessons in business from him and how he dealt and, and how he worked with his customers. And the number one thing that I learned from him is that you gotta do a lot more listening than talking, especially in his, his role. So um, I learned so much about business uh, from being part of the teller shop.
0: I love that. One of, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got uh, on the sales front was from my first boss, who, who always told me, if you're talking, you're losing and you know really this this kind of focus around listening so i i love that um rocco your book three chords approach to life and wealth management for business owners what is the three chords approach
1: well a three chords approach to life uh and wealth management for business owners really stem from 20 plus years of working with business owners and i and i kind of narrowed down the three most important areas of a business owner's life Number one um, was their family, right? Very, very important to them. Number two was their business and nurturing their business from infancy into large businesses. And number three was themselves as an individual. Each one of those cords individually are not as strong as if all three were tied together and worked with each other.
0: Got it. Got it. And so, you know, I would guess, as you meet with different business owners and CEOs, you probably have some that, you know, are, are real heavy on maybe personal or some that are real heavy on family, I would guess the vast majority are probably, perhaps even too heavy on the business front. How do you go about kind of talking uh, with them about striking the right kind of balance?
1: You know, it, it starts with planning, right? Business owners do a great job of developing strategic business plans, but they don't really do a great job of developing strategic personal plans or family plans. And that's um, so when, you know, in our business, we do comprehensive financial planning, but it goes, our planning work goes beyond just the numbers, right? It takes a look at somebody's individual life and their family life. So, Um, Most business owners, what I found, is that they do an amazing job focusing on their business. Second to that, they do, uh, you know, they're there for their family. Uh, And then third, uh, and most of the time, they're not really paying too close of attention to it themselves as an individual. And and
0: is that the case for you too, Rocco? Was that the hardest one for for you to balance out? Is that the third one?
1: Absolutely. Um, I, uh, you know, from coaching baseball and being, I, I love being with my family as much as I can. Love my business, my colleagues. Uh, love growing the business, and the area that that even I struggle with the most is 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 working to. Um, to take really good care of myself physically, right. Mentally, I would say I do a pretty good job through all the uh, professional uh, and personal development that I do. But physically, I need to exercise more, you know, and so if it comes down to me coaching Little League or exercising, I'm going to coach Little League. So that but you gotta, you know, all three are important. And if you and the, the one that you pay the least attention to is likely to snap over time,
0: no question about it, and I do know from coaching Little League myself, sometimes they'll run you around a little bit out there, so you get a little exercise, but, but I totally get it. And I guess, um, you know, one of the questions I would have for you, on I know for a lot of our listeners, a lot of leaders out there. Um, you know it feels sort of like the wild wild west when it comes to wealth management right now i mean we've got the traditional um, stock market and kind of the normal places that that most leaders would look to put money and then you also have you know the current bright shining object which are nfts and cryptocurrency and beyond um as you're talking with business owners and ceos about that comprehensive planning process how do you how do you encourage that they kind of balance the traditional approach versus some of those bright shining objects that are getting a lot of attention right now?
1: You know, we like to look at investments as tools to achieve an overall objective, and so whether it's real estate or stocks or bonds or in some cases where people look at NFTs, um, we're looking for different tools to help people get to where they want to go. Really doesn't really necessarily matter which type of investment, as long as that the investments have track records and we believe that there's a very good likelihood through diversified planning that they're gonna achieve their, their objective. And so that is when you, if you're talking about, specific, you know, talking about types of investments, you, you gotta be invested in something, um, in something that actually would be viewed as being somewhat quality in order to help you achieve your goal and your objective. Does that answer your question?
0: It does, and I think I guess part of what I'm getting at there, Rocco, is I know I, I assume you're you and your team are taking calls from uh, people that are that are asking for advice on you know whatever that current bright shining object might be. And again, now now it feels like it's it's the cryptocurrency NFT space. Who knows what it'll be in five or ten years? Um, but but I would assume that goes back to kind of balance that you would look at with a portfolio, right? So. Um, not being too heavy in one sector, stocks, bonds, real estate, et cetera. How do you all, when you're talking with a business owner who is, you know, so focused on the business, they don't have time really to think about the the investing side or really thinking long-term around planning. How do you guys approach um, working with them to to kind of build out a, a, a plan that sets their family up for success?
1: Well, you got to be real good at asking questions, just like we, how we opened up the interview was talking about how my dad would, would ask questions and listen more. And that's the exact way that I approach what we do. I sit at the table with our clients. We do a lot of questions and try to understand what exactly is it that a person wants for themselves and their family and their business. And then we, we take that information and we align it with the strategic plan to help them get there so we're basically building three bridges to get them to where they want to go and it all starts with listening and being able to answer ask really good questions
0: what are some of the the most common mistakes that you see business owners make as, as it relates to financial planning
1: i would say um I would say the biggest mistakes that you see business owners make with regards to financial planning is that sometimes they get caught up with the shiny stuff, that they forget about the financial plan, that they um, they just get too caught up in the weeds as opposed to going back to their plan, getting back to... Um, what 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 was designed for them and helping them to achieve their goals so sometimes business owners which you know entrepreneurs have this this these mindsets of uh sometimes running wild right looking for what's the next best thing and sometimes you see that i don't really see that that much with our clients um but we do when when clients come off the plan that's the only time that we really see them start to you know head backwards or, or make some mistakes
0: got it got it okay well and you know as our audience heard in the in the introduction you have done you know quite a bit of speaking you've published a book you, you've been featured regularly in the media obviously Rocco you're you're in a super competitive space so I, I think I read you know a couple hundred thousand financial planners that, that are out there I, I guess I'm curious for you as you have built you, you know a, a, a great business for you and your team how have you gone about really trying to differentiate you and your business from you know all of the other options that people have in the in the wealth management space.
1: I'll tell you what that was, and that's really doing comprehensive planning. I know that that's kind of like a a word that's being overused. We would do financial planning, we do comprehensive planning, but really doing it, sitting at the table with the client and the estate planning attorney, sitting at the table with themselves and their tax professional, making sure that all the I's are dotted, the Ts are crossed. It's not enough to just focus on the investments, right? Most people that are in this business today, they just focus on the investments. And if the client gets a rate of return, they feel like they've done a really good job. It's not enough to do that. You've got to do all those other things in order to be different than the competitors that are out there in the marketplace.
0: And Rocco, when you, when you look at estate planning and, and kind of thinking more long term and, and really the legacy side of it, I'm curious for you, are, are most entrepreneurs and CEOs that you're talking to thinking about that when they walk in the door, or is that something that, that you all are really educating them on the importance of starting to plan for some of that?
1: You know, believe it or not, they it's in the back of their mind. They know they need to do something about it, but when they end up in our office, many of them have done little to nothing, or they might have started it but never completed it, or maybe they did a plan many, many years ago. But they're not quite sure how to update it now based upon the current tax laws, um, and so I got to tell you, most CEOs, entrepreneurs that we see, have not done a great job in the space of estate planning, and they should go back and revisit that and do a really good job of it. And and on
0: on the topic of estate plans for a second, I, I do find a lot of uh, a lot of the people that I talk to understand it's important, but don't know much about it. What are some of the things that you encourage people to think about as it relates to, you know, properly planning for, for an estate?
1: So if you think about what exactly is an estate plan, an estate plan basically helps to document the way that you want your assets to transfer to your heirs. It also allows you to, to document how you want your medical situation to be handled. It also documents how you, if you couldn't make your own financial decision, if you were incapacitated, who would help to make those decisions for you. So the estate planning documents basically transfer control, transfer asset, they have things, if they're done the right way, They should help you transition important areas of your life to other people. But without those documents, then it goes by the laws, right? And the laws that are in place, whether they're federal laws, state laws, um, HIPAA laws, they may not be something that you agree with. So to ensure you have smooth transitions in all of these areas of life, you need to have updated documents and you need to revisit those documents on an ongoing basis.
0: I think that's that's such an important uh point there and you know Rocco, i think for for a lot of investors where we're sitting right now you know post post-covid stock market is obviously at a point where uh, I, I think maybe few people thought it would be at, at this point uh, right it's done really well um you've got uh inflation starting to tick up a little bit what, what are some of the things that you've got your eye on over the next, you know, few years in terms of of really thinking the right way about finances.
1: Well, you brought up inflation, and when you say starting to tick up, inflation has exploded um, over the past year. Over the, I would say, really over the past five to seven years, typical inflation was somewhere between three to five percent. After this massive print of capital, as a result of the COVID crises. We have seen inflationary prices going as high as 35 and 40 percent on a lot of uh, on a lot of basically input costs that tie in with construction, everyday living. Um, so, I, in my career, I've never seen inflation like what we're experiencing wow. today. Okay. I think I think that it's going to start to taper. Uh, hopefully, by the spring, supply chains will be able to get caught back up, and. Um, And some of the liquidity, some of the printing of all this cash will start to be drawn back in should the Fed decide to start to taper. Um, Those are the things I I hope to see. So, you know, we're uh, America is really at a pivotal point now where, you know, we kind of feel good when the stock market's going up. But you have to ask the question, why is the stock market going up? And the the answer to that question is you have so many dollar bills that are chasing after a limited amount of of stocks. Wow, 35%, 40%. Um, 35 40 if you, you know, if you wanted to go out and build a house today, it's going to cost you 30% more than it did in 2019. Yep. At least 30% more.
0: Yep. That's wild. That's and wild. that's
1: not, you know, we think inflation 2 to 3%, 30% is not 2 to 3%.
0: No, and, and that's that's certainly not ticking up, as, as you mentioned there, no. that's wild. Um, Well, Rocco, I think the the three chords approach is something that, you know, I know a lot of our listeners are uh, certainly striving toward. If they want to learn a little bit more about the book, if they want to uh, take the assessment that you've got on your website, where can they go?
1: They can go to the website, uh, which is RoccoACarrero.com. That's R-O-C-C-O-A-C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O.com. And so you can learn more about the book. Uh, you could do the assessment. um, And so it's a great valuable tool. Uh, You could hear uh, some podcasts that we've done, seen some TV appearances. So you could learn a little bit more about the three chords approach or somebody wanted to, if they go on the website, they could send me an email and I'm happy to, to have a conversation with anybody.
0: Love that. Thank you so much, Rocco. A lot of good stuff today. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you, Rusty. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Absolutely. For our audience, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Authority Marketing Podcast powered by Forbes Books. Until next time, be well.